Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What up out there, podcast land? It is Mona and the two ornery guys. (laughs) Just for you, Michelle. I love you, Michelle. <laughs> Dan, I mean, we got called out that we uh, yeah. ornery. You know, well, she's just calling it like she heard it. I think we that I think there's a misunderstanding we there. the The word she was looking for, I think, was privileged to be in the room with the two of us. I don't know. I mean, you have one week that we are sort of just a little sassy. I mean, we a were sassy. a touch. Lit. So all of you not- who listen on a regular basis, send an email and say, was it just this one week or does it happen many weeks? Come on, or have are- we made careers wait, out wait, of it? These are the mosaic of Marion people. They don't email the show. That's true. <laughs> we have begged. They're we were trying partners. to give away <laughs> no, a that's mug. Right. Nobody. Hmm. Nobody. Nope. Okay, so we got one more mug left. Here we go. We're going to get rid of it. We're going to auction that bad boy. Off. Okay, all right. Let's throw some out there. You got to do what? <laughs> we need come on we're, we're doing this on fly we gotta hurry up and get to the providence um, all right something they gotta do dan well gee we could just say email us in the first one there you does go it, there you it, go because nobody does you know who it's gonna be though the first one that email us well first one emails because nobody yeah lisa i should correct us because otherwise lisa miners is the only one who let's do this email for your chance to enter a drawing. And we'll draw. And it will be... <laughs> it will be a mug with one name in it. It's going to be great. Yeah. So uh, it'll be... So th- all right, we're taping for next Tuesday, right? Correct. I mean, we're everybody knows we're taping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no secret. We're taping for next Tuesday. What's the date? Thursday? Oh, so yes. We're taping for the 14th. Yeah. We will draw it... After Thanksgiving. We'll draw it on 20th. So you got two Let weeks. Let it be known. After this drops, you have two weeks. We'll we'll draw it on the 30th, actually, November right. 30th. That's the Thursday afterwards. So um, you have uh, two weeks and a couple of days. We'll have to do another little video like we did last year. That was Yes, fun. absolutely. That was we'll, fun. we'll have that, and we'll do that. So email the show. Um, Mona, please tell us the email to the show. I don't know. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's been so long. Stay tuned. Wait, I'll look it up. <laughs> I don't ever touch it. I, don't I know. know. I, I don't know. either. Why do you think I don't know it? <laughs> Wait, it's coming. It's coming. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, we are off New to the tab. races today. Uh, yeah, this isn't going to tell me. <laughs> Is it podcast at Yes. Yes. It's a, it it's changed a nice, at some point. Nice email address. Yes. As opposed to. It podcast is. at Marion. BCVA.com. Wow. There we go. How does the podcast have one of those emails and I don't? <laughs> well, we need to work on that. Is there really? I didn't know. Uh, mine's just hmeadows5 at gmail.com. <laughs> well, did you set that up? For, I thought that was your personal email. That's why. That is. And now, now you've announced either. it to everybody. <laughs> I don't care. I don't <laughs> well, we will have to talk to our IT guy, David Morgan. Yeah. Because we need to change the church email also. Yes, we do. We need to get all that. Right. Okay, so guys, we're in Genesis <laughs> chapter two. Hey, by the way, thank you, um, Michelle, for listening. Um, yes. If we did not tease y'all, here's the truth. I said to somebody the other day, if I'm teasing you, that means I really like oh, you. Oh, absolutely. If, if I'm quiet. not, yep. <laughs> then there might be a problem. So I, 
Oh, excuse me. I am Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. She's feeling a little on the oh, weather, so she starts time. coughing. Just ignore She me. accused Dan and I of making her <laughs> cough. I don't know how that <laughs> happens. If they make me laugh, I cough. And over there, we got the bean of the board, Elbino himself. He's rolling his it, eyes at something. It, it, I was just... The, the fact that you the, say... The you, fact that you're uh, allergic to me. Yeah. Well, no, I was just saying, you need a shirt that says, if we're cool, I act a fool. And that, oh, I like it. That. I like that. it. I, I like it. I also want to give a shout out. I think there are other encounter ladies who listen, so thank you. Yes, yes. And and by the way, if you want to get a shout out on the show, you've got to email, text <laughs> Mona something funny like calling, um, telling her they felt bad that she was with these two ornery guys. That's right. So, I mean, seriously, I'll give you a shout out, man. I, you know, I look, how many times have we shouted out Lisa? We're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're psyched to have listeners. <laughs> by, by the way, though, so I do a a, a, a question on Sunday nights. You, you know, yeah. Mona uh-huh. hates them. Uh-huh. And so this. See, Lisa Miners would be all about that. Yes. And so this week, I've, I've done, I mean, what what's your favorite food? What food do you. Weirdest food. Weirdest food yeah. you've ever ate. The food that you like that nobody else likes. The food that everybody else likes. You don't. I, I, you, it's run the gamut. The food ones. Animal. So this past Sunday night, I went to, if you were an animal, if you could mm-hmm. be an animal, what would you be? So that, you know, I have to usually answer first. And so I said a dog. Mm-hmm. This lady, God bless her. I love her. <laughs> she said I would be a yapping, schizophrenic chihuahua. <laughs> well, Hank. <laughs> Very specific. That's not something you just come up with on the fly. That was a previous thought. That was then I had a sweet premeditated. lady. Laurie Vanderheide. <laughs> she sent me, she goes, Pastor, I don't think that would be you. You would be more like a lab. You're very loyal. There you go. Thanks, Laurie. I appreciate you. (laughs) I looked at the lady. I went, have you been here long enough to to mock me like that? (laughs) She said, I don't know, but I did. Then she said she would be a cat and a Persian, to which I said, no, you would be a snotty, snobby Siamese cat. (laughs) So I got her back really quick. So I laughed. And I told her, I said, I I laughed at that. That I'm going for walrus. I feel (laughs) walrus-y. Just lay out. We had one person say they'd be a sloth. Yeah, I, I could... I could go that route too. My son used to tell me he was a sloth as he hung on me. <laughs> he doesn't like me to remember that, but I love it. Oh, I mean, we had giraffes. It was crazy. It was great. Narwhal. Every time. So anyway, Genesis forty-two. I I, re, I mean, read one through five. One through five. Yeah, just so we got a little bit, and we're gonna jump in, guys, and and we're gonna. We're, we're, we're getting out where I, I I believe it it goes. I really hadn't found anybody. To, not that they disagree with what how we're going to go with this. They just didn't deal with it the way that I think we're going to deal with it. So so bear with us. Um, you're going to read. Bino's going to pray Okay, little Mr. Ornery. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, Genesis 42, 1 through 5. When Jacob learned that there was grain for sale in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why do you look at one another? <laughs> okay, that struck me as funny. I love that. <laughs> and he said, Behold. <laughs> now I shouldn't have said it. And he, <laughs> he said, Oh, he's lost it. And he said, <laughs> What you looking at, yo? <laughs> I just, I just see, I mean, that's, that's like. I, having a brother, I've, I've been in that situation yeah. where you're just like standing there staring at each other like, mm. what? what do you think? Trying I, I to share know. that one brain cell. I mean, yeah. ki- I mean 
I would not have said anything <laughs> until you said what you said. I, it just struck me in the moment. <laughs> and he said, Behold, I have heard that there is grain for sale in Egypt. Go down and buy grain for us there that we may live and not die. So 10 of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt. But Jacob did not send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, with his brothers, for he feared that harm might happen to him. Thus the sons of Israel came to buy among the others who came, for the famine was in the land of Joseph, in the land of Canaan. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this time we can spend together. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the fact that you always provide and uh, just let us take away from this what you, you would have for us. And we pray for those who are listening. We're thankful for them. And we just ask that your word uh, go out into the hearts of those who would listen. In Jesus' name, amen. What are you all two looking at? <laughs> <laughs> we oh, just really? literally, okay. So I, you know, you know me. being honorary oh. today. I'm just <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm just an open book. <laughs> So we muted it we for a minute. To we for a to get it all out, y'all. <sighs> what in the world? I have read, I kid you not, I bet I read Genesis 25 or 30 times in my lifetime. Yeah. I've never read that. No, never I was not aware one. of it by any means. <laughs> and I told Mona, when she said it, I was sort of looking off and then I, my brain goes, Wait, what did she just say? <laughs> and so then I looked down and he says, why do you look at one another? And it's just it's, it's another one of those times where you say, you know, this this was not made up by a bunch of religious leaders and stuff. Yeah. This is this is the most dad thing to say the, to a bunch absolutely, of guys. Absolutely, the absolute. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so let's go and talk about what's happening here. The first thing we got to see is so here come the brothers once they finally quit looking at each other, <laughs> and they go there. All right, do, you, do we want to deal with... All right, so we're talking about the providence of God. Why don't you give us a, a really good definition real quick? Well, I Googled it. I don't care. <laughs> well, I just want everybody to know. But now I have to find it again because... Oh, uh, where did it go? Um, nope. Nope, that's not it. This is the sound of ma'am all using her phone. Well, of course I can't find it. <laughs> so... The I my question was as I'm looking for it. My question was, um, what's the difference between the providence of God and the sovereignty of God? And so, what I found, if my phone will work now, um, that the providence of God falls under His sovereignty. I'm going to start with that because yeah. I remember that. <laughs> um, and so, um, a definition that I found was that God's providence is God's caring provision for His people as he guides them in their journey of faith through life, accomplishing his purpose in them. And like I said, that that is under his sovereign guidance and control because he is sovereign over all things. And so in his providence, he causes to happen. Does this make sense? He causes to happen what his purposes are in our lives. So I want to ask you a question, Mona. Can God act outside of his character ever? Not ever. Not ever? Not ever. Okay. So if God promises something, right, he has to bring it to fruition. What did you say that one time, one, that one Sunday? I'm serious. About God's promises. I don't know. When, oh, I'm not recording. <laughs> you said something about God's promises that when, when God makes a promise to, the, to us, that he essentially 
binds himself to keeping that promise. Did you write it down? Somewhere? I did, but I have to find it. Okay, well, look. <laughs> She's for really it. struggling. Look, I want to know what I said <laughs> now. I mean, seriously, I want to know what I said now. Um, I don't think I I remember vaguely, but I don't remember what I said. So, see, you do like me. Oh, I know we're on side note. I in those white pages in the first part of the mm-hmm. Bible in the mm-hmm. back. If somebody makes a quote. That I'm just like, oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's where it goes, where it goes. Mm-hmm. and it's forevermore. You have to steal that. Practice yeah, I mean that's yeah. it's it's true. I'm got them. Not I, I mean I got a few in this one, right? And in, in one over there, I've got a load of them. Mm. They're just great. But anyway, so in His providence, God is working. So if you guys have your Bible, and I pray you go back to Genesis chapter 15. Um, I want to know that quote because I, I remember I it vaguely. Yeah. Um, but but I want I want to hear it again, and I might put it on social media or something. Just I think I did too. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. And in Genesis fifteen, so God is making this covenant with Abram, but God is the one. So we sort of dealt with this last night in our Bible study in our Wednesday night Bible study. But I I mean I already know it. So he's making this covenant that Abraham's going to be his people. The Jewish will be Hebrew people will be his people. And what would happen then was you would take whatever animals, goats, lambs, bulls, and birds, and you would cut them in half, and, and then you would drag them away from each other. So their, I'm just being honest, their entrails and their blood would be in a row. And so the two people making the covenant then walk through the gore and the blood, and what they're saying is, if we break this covenant, this will be our blood. Right. Well, only God... I learned something new last night. So when God... In verse 17, when the sun had gone down, it was dark. Behold, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch. That's sort of a picture of what he did in the Exodus. I, I never heard that until I'll give it to Bruce. W- remember how he guided the Israelites by day by a mm-hmm. cloud, sort of a smoke, and by night by uh, a light, a uh-huh. fire? Uh-huh. And he started it right there in, in Genesis yep. 15. But what I want to go back to is up here. As the sun was going down, verse 12, a deep sleep fell on Abram. And behold, dreadful and great darkness fell upon him. Then the Lord said to Abram, Know for certain that your offspring will be sojourners in a land that is not theirs and will be servants there, and they will be afflicted for 400 years. So he has bound himself Mm -hmm. to this truth. It has to occur, or either he's not God. We get the beginning of it. I mean, it begins over there in Genesis 37, in a sense, but we get the actual beginning of them coming to Egypt in Genesis 42. Right. Absolutely. Not only that, hey, go back to um, go back to Genesis 37. And remember the dream? Mm-hmm. So read me that first dream real quick, please. Of Joseph's dreams? Yeah, Joseph's dreams. Yeah. Um, Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said, Hear this dream that I have dreamed. Behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and behold, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And behold, your sheaves gathered around it and bound, bowed down to my sheaf. Okay. Dan, go to chapter 42 and read verse, uh, verse uh, go halfway in, in the second sentence in verse 6. Verse 6. All right. Um, and Joseph's brothers came and bowed themselves before him with their faces to the ground. Yep. Hmm. Seems so familiar. Yeah. God God is a promise-keeping mm-hmm. God. Yep. Um, I, I wrote in my little notes, God always fulfills his promises. Yep. How, I, 
So then you ain't said much. So how does that make you feel? Or where is it? Where is well, your mind at? No, I was just thinking of how logical that is. Um, and so often as, as Christians, we're, we're accused of believing fairy tales and not being logical, all that, but it's so logical because we know that God lives outside of time. So the moment he speaks it, it's already fulfilled because he's not bound by time. Oh, absolutely. And, and so I love that. We, we act like it's this big risky thing to believe God's promises, but to him, it's already happened. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, I there's love, no risk involved oh, at all. I love that yeah. statement, man. And, and if you go to first Peter, um, you know, it says, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Mm -hmm. God knew it all. Right. right. So for him to say what he said, for him to give Joseph the dream, for him to tell Abram, sorry about that, for him to tell Abram, hey, by the way, your offspring is going to go into captivity mm -hmm. for 400 years. Right, even just, even just that fact. That was 400 years. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. would... He Don't was very specific. He was very specific, and if you go and then continue through the end of Genesis and count how many years, it was seventy years with Joseph, just Joseph, and then four hundred years yep. with everybody. And bang, yeah, God then <coughs> picks up Moses, yep. but he got Moses before the time was up, and he took mm. him to the backside of nowhere, yeah, right, to humble him, yep. because although Moses knew that he was right. supposed to be this deliverer, he didn't know how to do it, right. So he takes him on the backside of nowhere to humble him, and then he brings him back. And it's just this journey is crazy, man. Right. So, so, and listen, in verse 9, we get, And Joseph remembered the dreams that he had dreamed of them. Yep. Now, that, that wasn't the only one. And then he, you want to read the other one? The other, other dream? dream? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> then he dreamed, back in verse chapter 37, Then he dreamed another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Behold, I have dreamed another dream. Behold, the sun, the moon, and eleven stars were bowing down to me. But when he told it to his fathers, to his brothers, his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brothers indeed come to bow ourselves to the ground before you? And it all comes to fruition. Right. God had to providentially, in his sovereignty, be providential. And, and, by, and we asked earlier, what is... I think God's sovereignty is that he's just over everything. I think mm -hmm. his providence is when he is involved, mm -hmm. like almost with his hand. Mm -hmm. Like I'm moving yes, that the, ties right. the, the, the pieces of um, on the of chess on the chessboard. Yeah. The, yeah. I'm moving them by my powerful right hand. Mm -hmm. I'm getting them in place. So I've got to get Joseph, but I've got, I mean, it goes everywhere in this life. So I've got to get Joseph to Egypt. Well, how in the world can I get Joseph to Egypt? i got to get him there, yeah. but in the process, I've got to humble him. So mm -hmm. I've got to send him to in a pit and I got to send him to Potiphar and then I got to send him to jail. And then I got to make sure he knows who is still in control of everything right. happening. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Right. But notice what he doesn't do. He doesn't start off telling Joseph, Hey, here's what's going to happen. Then this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And this is why I'm doing all of it. You know, so oh, I think preach man, preach. I think to us, we get so confused and then, and then disheartened because we say, well, look at all the chaos around. God God can't be in To us, it looks like chaos because we're down here looking at our little part of it, and we don't see the whole thing. But in God's view, he knows exactly what he's doing and how it's going to play out. And again, we act like our life is such a risk. Well, I don't know what to do. I don't. Well, God's already got it figured out. You just got to follow suit, and that's what Joseph did. He didn't, he didn't say, hey, God, show me every ounce of what's going to happen from here till the end of my life, and then I'll follow it. No, he said, okay, you're leading me here this time. I'm going to go. 
Then the next step. Then the next step. But we won't know the whole thing. We say, no, 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 I'm not going yeah. with you. But in a providence, sometimes we don't even know we're taking the step. Oh, absolutely. That, that God's lead. So sometimes, yeah, like yeah. God's get, okay, like, you know, Psalm 119 says, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to yeah. my path. All God's going to show you is the next step. Right. Yeah. If he showed you, if he had said, okay, Joseph, here it is. So I'm going to send you to Dolphin. Where you're you're out there just mm-hmm. looking around for the sheep, man, and, and you got to go to somebody. Go, you seen these a bunch of guys with some sheep?s Have you seen them? And they still want to send you somewhere else. And then your brother's going to get mad at you, and they're going to beat the crap out of you, <laughs> yeah. throw you in a pit. Dad, I'm not going on yeah. that. Trip. Dad, I'm not going. <laughs> right, right. And then you're going to you're going to be in Potiphar's house. You're going to yeah. be in charge, and and then I'm going to have his wife make you're up be a wrong lie about you. Yep. And then they're going to throw you in jail. You're going to be in jail, and then you're going to have them. So let's get started. <laughs> I'm not signed up for that, man. <laughs> right. right. We often, as Dan was saying, and you're elaborating on it, but we often say we want to know we want to know what God is doing with us, where the steps that God wants us to take. But if we did, we wouldn't go. We, we, we would be frozen with fear. Right. Absolutely. God, God will give you his will, mm-hmm. but he doesn't always give you the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. He told, you write that in your Bible. <laughs> he... <laughs> And by the way, yeah, and people, we, we miss that. People go, I want to know the will of God. Okay, yeah. well, in Scripture, there's a few things you can count on. There are some places that is the decreed will of God. Right, right. Romans 8, 28, for the believer, is the decreed mm-hmm. will of God. Then other times, and there's other places that are the decreed will of God, but there are other places, and at other times, you don't have that decree. You mm-hmm. have to listen for his voice and him to give it to yeah. you. So in the midst of this, you got to understand God's got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sorry. And that he is going to lead your path. Joseph would have never signed up for this. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I mean, it's so, 14 years of hell, basically. Right. And so can you imagine when Joseph is there and his brothers come in and he recognizes them, they don't recognize him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I mean, all of that stuff. Let's be like Bruce. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And how are you dealing with yeah. that? What's behind <laughs> what that, these feelings? What is that like for you? Yeah, what is that like for you? <laughs> um, but you can just imagine that all of that, you know, came rushing back to him. Yeah, what emotions did he have in that Right, moment? right. And so, and he had to hide it. Um, I was about to say, there was some restraint there. Let me yeah. tell you. Well, at one point, he starts crying, so he yeah. can always hide yeah. it. Yeah. At one point, he got to crying and ha- when they brought Benjamin back, I think. Right, but he, but he hid it from them for yeah. a long while. And so, um, and kind of, I mean, if you look at it and kind of, they, he spoke roughly to them and, um, but you, I just can't imagine the emotions and the feelings that he oh, was no. dealing with as they came back. So here's the problem. How much more time we got? And I know, cause I know we yeah, got a good seven minutes. <laughs> so we, we, we've sort of taken a shotgun. We, we've been really using it like a rifle. We've been dealing with specific things and now we're dealing with, you know, several 42, 43, 44, all this is sort of in here. But he he does he can't just get these guys there. The God's got to get everybody, everybody there, right? Because Benjamin stayed back. Mm-hmm. Jacob, who is now called Israel, by the way, hello. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you sort of got to get Israel there, right? So you got to get Benjamin back, and then you got to get Israel there. So how's he going to do that? Well, here's what he had to do. God had to get it where they were helpless to do anything. Mm-hmm. So he does, and um, you know, he makes it so that they got to go back, and then in verse, um, but it, so they begin to go back. They'd eaten all the grain they got. Now they got to go back, and then they're like, "Well, he told us that when we go back, we better bring all of my brothers." Mm-hmm. And then in verse six, Israel said, 
why did you treat me so badly as to tell the man that you had another brother, you bunch of idiots? <laughs> now it's not why y'all looking at each other. Now yeah. his dad says, yeah. why y'all so stupid? <laughs> Why'd you open your mouth? Again, very a very realistic response. In the in the in the tone and the tenor of Fred Sanford, you big dummy. <laughs> yes. Oh. I told you not to make me. Call. If you're following along with your mosaic mirror and bingo, you can now fill in the card that that has a Sanford some reference. So uh, <laughs> right. there you go. And so, and I, I wrote in my Bible right here. I said God had they needed food. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were going to starve if they didn't yeah. get it. God had to get Jacob slash Israel mm-hmm. helpless. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. There, there was nothing he could do on his own. The famine was so severe. Right. I mean, you get the picture that, I mean, they're already living in a desert. There's no water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he only had one option. God had to get it where he had to make him rely upon him. Oh, my gosh, when do you guys take off running with that about how God's got to get us helpless sometimes to get our attention to move us to where he wants? Uh, well. <laughs> Does it look like I go running much? You you run with it. <laughs> Isn't that what he wants to do? I mean, yes, because I'm, I'm trying to gather how do I want to succinctly say it. Um, because we are so full of ourselves, our pride, our own plans, our own agendas, and it's only when God gets us to completely abandon those things that he's able to have us do what he wants us to do. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just saying it goes back to what we were talking about, you know, where he doesn't, he doesn't reveal the entire path, you know, at one time because some of it is fear. Some, some of us would be like, oh, no, I can't do that. But also it's because... We would want to argue with him and say, no, 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 I think this is how, and, and he has to get us to a place where we recognize that authority, that sovereignty, again, so that we can say, you're not asking my opinion about this. Right. You're allowing me to be part of it, right. but you're not asking me to sign off on this. I don't have that right. Why do we think that, that we're smarter than God at times? Right. Don't say right. No, or no, we it's do a think good it. question. <laughs> I said right because it's a good question. I know. Or why do we think that we um, just have any right whatsoever to know? Galatians 2.20, still in the Bible. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I made a, a, a post the other day that until we get I out of it, I mean, mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. Let, I'm talking Christian post. Mm-hmm. I did this. I do this. Mm-hmm. I did this. Mm-hmm. I did this. I did this. I, 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 I literally read one woman's post, mm-hmm. and it had, I think, 26 times I. Mm-hmm. And it was about Jesus and about church. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. And until we get, and I wrote this on my post. You can go check it out. Hank Meadows, my Facebook account. I'll put it out there. I said, until we get I out of the way, yep. you're not going to live the Christian yep. life. Right. Yep. The Christian life is not one of, what's the word I'm looking for? Of, of pride. Mm-hmm. Right. It's one of humbleness. Right. Hank can do nothing on Hank's home, mm-hmm. except absolutely make a mess. And that's a whole yeah. lot better than what was running through my, mind, my <laughs> yeah, mind right there. Yeah. I, I can make a mess. Yeah. I mean, I can make, I can easily make a mess. You let Hank have his way. Yep. No, seriously, you let Hank have his way and let Hank say the things he thinks, <laughs> do the things he thinks. Hey, I'm transparent. You guys have yeah. known me as pastor yeah. long enough. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I laugh sometimes. People say, well, you made me so mad. Well, you make me mad all the time. I just don't go back at you. <laughs> pastors never get yeah, we, frustrated we're, with we're, their congregation. One thing you'll never say about Pastor Mary Baptist Church, he's a saintly old dude. <laughs> yeah, I never call you old. <laughs> but seriously, you, God's got to get you where he can use you. Mm-hmm. Right. Think of all. So he had to get Joseph, mm-hmm. how we could use him. Mm-hmm. And now he's got to get dad, mm-hmm. how he can use him. And all the brothers. All the, all, because he didn't want it, he didn't send Benjamin. No, but he didn't. But if you look at here, first. With, with now Judah, now uh-huh. is, Judah is humbled in this. He's like, look, if I don't bring him back, I'm just telling you, 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 you can be mad at me forever. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll be basically saying, I'll be your servant. I, I'll do whatever, dad. I, right. I am not going to not bring this dude back. Right. There's already a change in that, and that one that we oh, see, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's obviously a change in the others. Although they're scared when they do realize it's Joseph, they're really scared. Well, they they just got done. I, I got kind of tickled at that. They say, um, "And one is no more." It's yeah, like, right. <laughs> he might be closer than you think. Yeah. But, <laughs> you think? You know? Oh my gosh! Yeah, don't you think Joseph? <laughs> Joseph's going. Oh, <laughs> um. I wouldn't count that one out yet. <laughs> Y'all hold that thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just had to be such a weird hold situation. That count. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. You know, I just hope God's got a big screen. I'm sorry in heaven. To see, would you not like to see the Bible oh, yeah, played yeah. out? Yeah. I want to go back, God. I don't want to see my life played out. No. Right. Oh, Lord, no. Please, <laughs> no. please, please, no. please, 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 no. The Bible. But I want to see these yeah. dudes. Without yeah. artistic licensing. Yeah. Yes. Just saying. So, all right, are we, are we, are we yeah, we're about yeah, it's about there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so when we come back next week, and we we're gonna, I mean, we are gonna jump ahead, and we're gonna talk about forgiveness next week. Mm-hmm. So we always struggle here lately. We're gonna talk about Joseph when he identifies himself. So we're gonna, um, chapter forty. We'll be at chapter forty-five next week. So, give me a big thought. I do want to have a big thought today. That we we've, we've sort of been really wide today. Mm-hmm. So let's let's narrow it and give me a big thought. I think it all comes down to, um, it, do we really trust God? Do we, what? Why are you looking Sometimes at me? Sometimes I hate you. <laughs> Michelle, you see? You see? But but really, when do we really Not trust God? this week. <laughs> um, because we can say that we live by Galatians 2.20, and we can say that we have crucified ourselves, and um, we can say that we take up our cross daily, but... Um, when push comes to shove, do we really trust God with everything about our lives, all of our kids, all of our grandkids, all of our, the steps that we have to take? Do we really trust him? So I'm going to tell you mine because I don't want to forget it. I heard a preacher, I listened to a sermon today, and I heard a preacher say this, and it really goes to your faith, and I think it's applicable here. A faith that falters at the final had a fatal flaw from the first. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you cannot, so I'm going to build upon what you mm-hmm. said. If if you cannot trust God when you're in the valley, right. you have no faith. Right. We walk by faith, not by sight. Yep. So if your struggle is trusting God, then you need to you need to work on yeah. you. God doesn't need to work on him. God is secure. God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help. God walks not, not and I, I, somebody says, God doesn't walk in front of Hank. God walks beside of me. Right. He leads me, yep. but he leads yep. me from beside. Yep. yep. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was just enjoying your big thought. Thank um, you, man. No, 
this is kind of weird, but I think it connects too about about being able to trust him. God's message is never incorrect, right? And so it's it's interesting. We kind of laughed when we first started out on this about the dream and about how hard it was for his brothers to accept the dream. The dream wasn't wrong. The context was. Look how long it took for that dream to come mm-hmm. to fruition. And that's the thing. So often we say, well, well, God, I, I, you told me this, and and it must be no. You're just not seeing it correctly yet, yeah. or you're seeing it. You're seeing partial. It hasn't come to fruition yet. But don't doubt what God's telling you. Doubt what you understand. My understanding is limited at best. If God said it, it is as good as done. Yeah. That's why all the Old Testament saints, when they Mm -hmm. they sacrificed animals, they were looking forward to Calvary. It was as if Calvary had already occurred. Now, it didn't cleanse them until he actually came, but Jesus was, was as good as dead. Yep. From, from the very first, from the moment in was mm-hmm. written mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jesus was as good as dead. Yep. And everything flowed to that and from that. So. And, and it, I was just saying, if you want to see somebody work for the kingdom and, and if you want to see a church alive for, for the kingdom and, and being what it's called to be for, for Jesus— Get a, get a hold of some folks that act on that assurance that he's already delivered. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. not this this questionable hope so hope. Yeah, you got to have a no so hope. Absolutely. Right. Let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, give us the strength of Joseph. I'm not. We're we're not sitting here today, God, saying Joseph was just ever good with everything. We we he had to have questions, but he questioned. In his faith, you. He never left you. And that's what we got to get from this. And so, God, help us to to have a strong faith um, that looks to you at all times. Lord, we love you today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Hey, so um, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. I got the Elbino of the Bordeaux, Odano. Yep, yep. Um, God bless you guys. Bye, y'all. I think six weeks is Christmas. Oh.